0: Love Talk Radio. Word here on Reality in Christ Worship Radio Our show is going to be Shortened today Um, It's 90 minutes Maybe even shorter Depending on how I feel Over the course of the show I'm going to address Some things that's been on my mind Pertaining to the pro-life Conference that the Lord put on my Heart to do So in the meantime For the next few minutes, let's enjoy a little worshiping word. But before we do, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, I'm thankful for another opportunity
1: to host
0: Reality in Christ Worship Radio. Father, I thank you for an opportunity just to encourage, uplift, and bless listeners with worship inward. word. Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the words that I speak today and that the worship will be anointing and edifying to those who might be listening. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I give you glory, honor, and praise any more. Amen. Our first song that we're going to play is Angels Worship and Praise. Here on Reality in Christ Worship Radio.
2: down in.
0: The Reality in Christ Worship Radio And now Going to open up with a word of prayer And go into the message Dear Heavenly Father In the mighty name of Jesus Christ Lord we thank you for another Opportunity to just be able To Share your worship and share your Word and help to usher people into your presence Lord Father I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the message that goes forth today, Lord, will cause people to take a deep look within themselves and to truly, you know, be flat on what their life is about. Father, I thank you in advance for all that you continue to do. In the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Luke eleven seventeen says that a kingdom divided against itself falls into desolation. And a house divided against a house falls. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 says that I record this day against you that I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing, therefore choose life so that you and your seed might live. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm just a clanging brass or a tinkling cymbal. Those three scriptures, luke eleven seventeen, Deuteronomy chapter thirty, and First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse one. those three scriptures are the basis for my message today. As many of you know, for over a year now, I have been endeavoring to complete a task that the Lord set before me, This Pro-Life Without Exceptions Conference, which inspired to bring together. The most diverse group of pro-life speakers ever assembled at one time, in one place. Truly talking about the issues, seeking to lift up the name of Jesus. The vision, that's the vision that the Lord gave me. The enemy has sown, has sown dissension against this conference almost from the beginning. The vote. I'm gonna be real with you, because I always am. The biggest and most disappointing thing of all. That people don't put their money where their mouth is. <laughs> We've been seeking sponsors for probably less seven, eight months talking to people, inquiring to others about who we could ask, who would be a sponsor to help. We got favorable responses, but when it came down to actually putting forth with the finances, oh, we have to look, we have to look. And the most disappointing thing to me is that folks don't realize that the vision that God gave me for this conference made this conference about those speakers and those organizations that decided to sponsor this conference, how as we endeavor To really seek out solutions in the name of Jesus to the epidemic of abortion, feed money was going to be given back to the organizations and the speakers that endeavored to come. It grieves my heart because there's always, always, always infighting. You know, the enemy succeeded in what he wanted to do. He has sown discord among the pro-life movement. When you have most of the pro-life movement, the mainstream organizations, if you will, that are okay, With exceptions We were told in Deuteronomy Chapter 30 verse 19 To choose life so that We And our seed could also live He gave us a choice But he told us the choice to make Some of you may be wondering, what credibility do I have in the pro-life movement? You're right. I'm not a celebrity. I will never be a pro-life celebrity because that's not my heart's desire. My heart's desire is to come up with real solutions to end the systematic slaughter of babies by a bunch of elitists who think that they are better than others so they put themselves in the position of God to determine who lives and who dies. Most post-abortive women who got abortions didn't want them. But it is what it was, and it was what it is. And now you have battle on two fronts. Cutting the head off of the snake, which is Planned Parenthood, and reaching out and ministering to those in love who are posted borders, both men and women. Unlike many of you within the sound of my voice, and those of you who will. Listen, in archives, I will never have the opportunity to have a family of my own. Why, might you ask? Well, because that opportunity was taken from me when I was a baby. And adoption, unless you really, really, really can afford it, and this nation is a nightmare. And then we wonder why American families are adopting overseas, while you have hundreds of thousands of babies and kids who are up for adoption. That's another area where the enemy has succeeded in twisting it. We need adoption, but there's so much legal red tape that that gives the pro-abortion supporters the ammunition that they need. That's why you don't hear a lot of adoption referrals from abortionists but yet the church is silent for the most part on the issue of abortion. I'm not supposed to be here. I tell this story all the time. And come to find out Before my mom conceived with me two months previously, she had a miscarriage. Immediately after that miscarriage, they desired to do a full hysterectomy on her. And she said no, because at the time um, my sister was born, They took one of her tubes after my sister was born. Then my mom conceived in December of the same year that my sister was born, 73. Lost that baby in the miscarriage. They wanted to do a full, complete hysterectomy. She said no. I'm thankful to the Lord Jesus Christ for that. Because two months later, in February, she conceived with me. After I was born, then she got a complete hysterectomy. Sorry if you're picking up the noise in the background, but that's water. Um, Hopefully you all can still hear me clear. Vincent, wave if you can hear me clearly in the chat room. Anyway I made a determination I'm a fighter And if this conference Does not proceed forth, it It won't be for For lack of effort Those Six people who have already given Will get every single dime that they gave back because that's just how we roll. Those six individuals who believed enough in this cause to step out in faith and give Yeah I have an abortion story as well They wanted to abort me Because I was a partial topic pregnancy But My mom said no Thankful To her for that, but folks, I'm going to tell you why I will never be a pro life celebrity. Because really, in the natural, there wasn't a positive outcome to my story. What do I mean by that? I struggled growing up, I never truly experienced the love. Of a family, because I was in multiple foster homes first time when I was three months old, in my medical records they turned the abortion they called it um a surgery Surgery was scheduled, but not done. So I could give you guys the horror aspect of of my life because it was horrible. Most Christians don't even realize that as a child a child can be attached demonically. I can go into this story about all that. But... I'll indulge you a little bit. In reading through my medical records, I was considered a very irritable child. Well, baby. Very fussy. Allergic to cow's milk. Among many other health issues, Um, They also found some type of diagnosis of a neurological disease. This is all when I was a baby. doesn't mean I'm retarded, even though they thought I was going to be mildly mentally retarded. Chapters of my life are still being written. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But there are many, 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 many people who are in position to give, who have heard about this conference, and they could have. They chose not to. Or they looked at it or they a credible and reputable organization, so on and so forth. Well, being that my ministry is seven years old, been tax exempt for the last, Three or four years And contrary to what Some of you may think or believe We have not Taken in a lot of donations And when we have We use those donations to work on the fundraising projects that we were working on. Because of what God has brought me through, I have always endeavor to be used as a vessel to give back I always endeavor to to just be used by the Lord be in the background And if this conference doesn't go down, it won't be because I gave up. I will be fighting to the very end. I will be fighting to the very end. See, folks, the difference between me and 99.9999% of all people is this. I'm willing to die for what I believe in. You know the enemy likes to try to take those out who stands in opposition to him. I'm reminded of Rachel Scott, who was a 10th grader back in Columbine. One of the Columbine shooters asked her, was she a follower of Jesus Christ? He said yes. He shot her in the face. I love babies. I love the unborn enough to be willing to put down my life for them. As well as standing for my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right is right, and wrong is wrong. That's why I will never support someone because of the color of their skin. I don't have that kind of loyalty. My loyalty is first and foremost to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And to those who have a problem with that, oh, well, you'll just have to get over it. See, in my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, he said that we are to prefer one over another We are to walk in love not And not just to walk in love But that is a love To be accompanied With an action I've asked Many people across this nation, hey, who it is that you know that I could talk to that, you know, about donating. A lot of people were reluctant, but I also got a few very good contacts. I know we have our own thing that we're dealing with. Everybody's dealing with a struggling economy, so on and so forth. But let me ask you this. How much of a price are you willing to put on the systematic slaughter of innocent babies? Planned Parenthood put a price on it. Their price over a billion dollars a year and that's just Planned Parenthood that is Planned Parenthood and yet I struggle to meet the budget of this conference it's a million dollar conference folks And I can hear it now. Well, maybe that was a little too ambitious, so on and so forth. But you know what? Our God is a God of impossibilities. Unfortunately, in this nation today, we don't get to really experience those impossibilities much anymore because not too many of us dare to take our faith to the required level to experience that. Like I said, a million-dollar conference to defeat and to bring down a billion-dollar slaughterhouse. I'm reminded in the Word of God where God sent the prophet to Gideon and told him to pick out 300 of his best men. And Gideon did. He was terrified, but he did. He was questioning the Lord, but he did what he was told. And at the end of the day, Gideon and his three hundred soldiers <laughs> took down, slaughtered, defeated a cast of thousands of the enemy. Planned Parenthood is the enemy. They are a evil organization that has been responsible for tens of millions of deaths. Folks, let's just get it right. Because Planned Parenthood cuts the books. Let's just be real. And as a minister of the gospel, I will stand on truth from a biblically moral standpoint of view. And let me tell you something, the worst, worst, most stupidest thing that Christians ever did when it came to the issue of abortion was when Christian leadership said, Let's not make it a moral issue But let's make it Let's keep it to scientific and political Well when we kept it to scientific and political We removed ourselves from the debate And now you have most mainstream churches They won't touch the issue A few do Some very prominent churches do And you have my mainstream denominations Methodist, Presbyterian, some, who are perfectly okay, who find abortion perfectly acceptable. This much I will say to you. give you something to think about. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I knew you not. Jesus was referring to those Individuals who profess to be believers.
1: And a lot
0: of these so called denominations, all these so called churches that decided to lay down biblical moral standards to support a biblically immoral. Individual who's currently in office because of the color of his skin. I got a little um, got a little tidbit of bad news for you. God is no respecter of persons, and if you think he's going to continue to let us slide by with excuses. Well we've already made our own bed and laid in it. We I'm referring to my community. Because of our own forgiveness, we we've already been given over to our own lust and our own pride and vanity. Because we are proud. We are very proud people. And I don't mean proud in a positive sense of the word either. We're so full of pride that we cannot even humble ourselves when we need to repent, ask for forgiveness so that God can change our hearts. God has vision and purpose for us, the black community, but until, until we truly seek out to him humble ourselves and accept the free gift. We'll stay right where we at. Just read a story the other day about how a group of people, minorities, were basically excluded from the demo, a Democratic um, voting process in Rochester, New York, by the very people that campaign on having their best interest in hand, the Democratic Party. See, folks, I'm not afraid to talk politics On my radio show Yes this is a show But let me tell you something And I'll break it down to you like this My faith Let me rephrase that Politics Does not define My faith in Jesus Christ My faith in Jesus Christ Defines my politics And I'm going to I'm going to leave you with this To chew on When we're not even willing To take a truly biblical stand for the very basic foundation of who God himself is, which is life. How are we as believers expected to take a biblically moral stance for anything else? We can't. it makes us out to be hypocrites. And I understand probably with this message, I didn't endear myself to too many people, but that's all right. Because my heart is broken. Something the Lord moves on my heart could do over a year ago, and I set out in faith. I did it. He brought the right people he brought the right team of people. some fell away, and he brought others the little the little what we got came in, we were able to use to um. Uh, Used to get some good promotional flyers out. But I know the work that myself and my team did. It is not in vain. And we will reap the rewards every single person that played a part in helping to build this conference will reap the rewards of what of what they sold into this. How much is it worth to save a life? How much is it worth to lift up the name of Jesus Christ? As far as I'm concerned. Jesus laid down his life for me. And if I have to lose a life to save the life of a baby, so be it. Because I know that I have a place with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ in heaven. Dear Heavenly Father in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Lord i delivered the message The best way that I know how And Lord I don't know how well It's going to be received But we'll see Lord I sought to I sought to do this conference in the spirit of excellence. Inspired by Miss Judah Myers, inspired by Rachel House, Crisis Pregnancy Centers, inspired by many other many, many stories of those conceived under the Exceptions Clause. And I set to work in faith. And I knew it would be hard, Lord. I knew it would be hard. But I still sought to step
2: out of faith.
0: Lord, all I know is that at the end of the day, if you call me to lay down my life to save a baby, so be it. Thank you for another opportunity to be um, worshiping word, Lord God. Thank you for my guest, 3849 at Vincent E. Brown. So I want to say good night, and we're going to end the show. This is how we started it, with worship. And our song is a 10-minute long song, Something About That Name Jesus.
1: We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Can we turn that around again. We're living in a day and time where everybody sings the name God, but nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims, we don't want to offend the Jews, we don't want to offend the Arabs, and so therefore we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, when every Buddhist, when every Jew will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that after the name of Jesus every knee shall die. so I want every blood-washed believer to not wait until then and if you've ever gone through something you know right here that there's something about the name something about the name something about the name something about the name is the sweetest name it is the Sweetest name I know, and I love that name. Oh how I love the name Jesus! Oh how I love the name is the sweetest name. That's right. That's right. Just take a minute and explain to him what you're gonna talk about to say you really trying to say Oh, there's some people Some people say I'm crazy But I can't explain I can't explain The power The power within the field yeah. When you call his name When I call your name call it, call That's fire That's fire and it's just like fire Where's red? Where's, Where's red? God? God. In my name Holy Ghost when the Holy Ghost gets to moving, that he won't leave me alone. We can focus, we a focus. Everybody, oh yeah, oh like yeah, yeah. Something, about, something about, about the name,
2: Jesus.
1: Something about the name. Something about the name, Jesus. It's the sweetest name in here. The sweetest name, yeah. The How sweet is it? How sweet is it? I want you to tell the choice for a minute. How sweet sweet as Sweeter than honey. That is sweet than honey. Yes, yeah. yeah. oh, from the honeycomb. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yes, sir. When
2: the Holy Ghost
1: gets to move in, this won't leave me alone. Then he won't leave me alone. Oh, no. Now tell every Muslim in the truth, in the name of Jesus. the name of me. what's going to happen to me? Ah! Every knee has got to bow. So tell them, don't wait. You don't have to wait till the fire comes. What can they do? You can clap your hands out. emergency room because he had walking pneumonia. And see, you know, you take health for granted until it's your health. Just like we take food for granted until we run out of food. Just like we take our spouses for granted until we're walking by the casket. And all we can do is wish that we could do things different. Just like children take their parents for granted. But I want to let you know, even When we take God for granted, what's so amazing about God is Paul says he does not treat us as our sins deserve. So that means that even in my imperfections, God is still perfect with his grace and his mercy. That's why I don't want people getting comfortable with praising the Lord just when the Lord gives them something. See, you gotta learn how to praise Him because of who He is. Praise that, brethren. Because see, when you praise Him for who He is, print, print, you print don't have to wait till the trouble comes to learn how to praise Him. I want every blood-washed believer uh-huh. that has fallen in love with Jesus. Mm. I'm not mm. talking about you having had an affair with Jesus, but I'm talking about you love Him, you love Him, you love Him, not because of what He's done, but because of who He is. Yes, yeah. sir. Everybody, we're going to sing this chorus together. And even if you can't sing, even if you don't know the words, you can give God an O. And that O can mean to you whatever that O needs to mean to you. Can we sing it right there? Can we sing that chorus right there? Everybody, every man, everyone, open up your spirit. Now, now, go. Oh. oh.
0: To Reality in Christ Worship Radio, I want to thank everybody who tuned in for this week's show. Um, Hopefully, my message will hit home to those, and you will catch the heart and the vision of what God has asked me to do. And if you if you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook. to land next to another